The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, the friend of Medjugorje. Many people today think linear in regards to the economy. In other words, they look at how things have been in the past and they expect things to continue as it is into the future, the same. And in fact, very few people see it in the correct way. Actually, it's only 4% of the people see things in the framework that the economy is up and down and it cycles. Or they may see of recent years and through the years and decades that yeah, it goes up and down. But they look at things more linear that what's in the past has happened will continue. We may have some up and downs. We'll recover. So we got 96% of the people who look at this this way. Why is it that if you go to a financial advisor, they'll show you a 50-year cycle? Unless you've lived in the Depression in 1929, you won't be aware of what it's like to see something happen that's catastrophic 
is the Great Depression. So purposely, they won't go back and showing you beyond 50 years. They don't want you to see that. Because then that might make you think something's going to happen. In Leviticus chapter 8, verse 10, it says, You shall hallow the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land. Verse 18 says, Therefore you shall do my statutes, keep my ordinances, Inform them so you will be able to dwell in the land securely. Do you feel secure? Do you feel uneasy about the future? Do you think everything's okay? That we're moving along like we've passed 30, 40, 50 years? Why don't your financial advisor want to show you or those in finances beyond the 50 years? Because you just might see the depression and you just might start thinking, I need to start planning in a different way. That way, you would see that there is something that happens. You'll understand that every 70 years, there is a purging of debt. This cycle can go back to the last major purging of debt, 1929. Before that, it was 1857. And these cycles will go back all the way to the Roman days. Why is that? Because man will build up debt. As things develop, he'll be flatlined for a while. As he continues on this flatline, he will accumulate little. He will grow in his business affairs, be it a peasant, who turns into a noble, or somewhere along the lines centuries ago. And as this debt accumulates through his expansion, it becomes more and more inflationary. And as you approach the 70-year cycle, it becomes unsustainable debt. Our government, our state and local government, the people themselves, have entered into an unsustainable period of time that with the municipal governments, the way they spend, the taxes, it can't stay this way. It never has in the past and everybody else thought, because they didn't live and they thought linearly, that it would just continue. They fell for the same thing every time. And then it collapsed. We will see a dramatic collapse. You cannot avoid it. Why is that? Well, if we look at God and what he wrote in Leviticus, a 50-year cycle was a planned thing. If you want to be secure in the land, you need to look at how God planned things and how we don't. We're going to see a significant deflationary depression, which has always occurred between 70 and 80 years. And we're in that 70-year cycle, actually to the point that we're past that by, by 13 years. So a debt reduction that should have happened 13 years ago hasn't. And the biblical planned reduction of forgiven debt and loans, we're 33 years past that. 
the involuntary deflationary depression can be avoided by God's voluntary jubilee, a controlled debt forgiveness of loans. In other words, in the Bible, it talks about wiping away everything, land returning to the owner. In other words, if you can't pay for it, then it goes back and reverts to the owner. Then he forgives the debt that you owe him, but he gets the land back. This went to the crops. This went to everything they did. The biblical planned deflationary cycle was not so much a depression as an unplanned deflationary depression was because everyone knew 50-year cycles, they had to plan for it. And in other words, their business management, they factored in not to be in debt when 50 years was going to hit. The Jubilee 50-year cycle, people wouldn't have loans out. They wouldn't grant them where they're going to have. They had to be paid off by that time. When the 50-year Jubilees hit, they didn't want to buy no land in year 45. Why? Ask yourself. Because five years later, the Jubilee would hit, and they'd be buying land at a highly inflated price. Why not wait five years and then buy pennies on the dollar when all debt was forgiven and everything was corrected? The Great Depression of 1930 was nothing more than a a correction of the value of what the dollar was really worth. Land where we are now, this beautiful valley, those who visited it or you see it and the pictures from it, land here in 1950 was $1 per acre. People now here want up to $35,000 an acre. There's going to be a huge correction. Prices are inflated. The biblical jubilee was fair because everyone knew what was coming and they planned for it. No one can stop it. There's no method you can come through to trick it. It's avoidance. The world's deflationary correction catches many people off, really off guard, by surprise. We've gone through and experienced well over 50 years of continuous price inflation. So much so that everybody bought houses for investments, not for homesteads, which is a sin in and of itself. God didn't intend you to make your homestead something you make money on. It doesn't mean that you can't be planning and buy something and then the asset increased. You use that asset to go buy something. But your motivation is to be out of debt and buy your house and get it paid for. Not to be flipping houses and make more money and end up with a lottery-free house five, six years down the road. Many people have done this, and it's really wicked. They didn't even realize what they were doing. Why would you want to get something now that you could lose five years from now? Today, people for years, or rather people for years, have purchased houses, landed what was a huge inflated bubble price. And what is a bubble? Look at a bubble coming up to the surface of the water. How long does it last? It's not sustainable. It goes away when it hits the surface. It's a real state that is unlikely to last. But we're so far into this cycle of a debt purge 
that's supposed to be done every 50 years, planned, that we rely instead on an uncontrolled, unplanned purging of debt cycle, that when it hits, it's going to dominate all over the world, or rather domino all over the world. You say, what about developing countries who's got a fire engine or, or a train driving their economy like China? This is something that's not so much about what they have and the potential. That's a judgment against China. What's that judgment? They can't survive among whatever else they're doing besides communism of a one-child policy, forced abortion across China. You think they're not going to be they're going to be able to escape this and prosper? I read to you the verse Therefore you shall do my statutes and keep my ordinances and perform them so that you will dwell in the land securely. China's not secure. Nobody's secure. So China won't survive this. So where do we go from there? We have to realize that we're under judgment, first of all, for what we've done. And man in his ways will continue to do what he does because of his greed. And God purges the system. It's built in the fabric of nature. He wanted to beat that because, you know, if it went past 50 years, it'd be unplanned, uncontrolled, and the righteous would suffer. Now, that doesn't mean the righteous isn't going to suffer. But with this, there's a transfer of wealth. Proverbs 13, 22 says, The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. How's that happen? In the 1930s, many people lost everything. A few people became millionaires. Most of those people were meek. They stayed out of debt. They had a little extra money they saved up. That little extra money they saved up, which was not a lot of money before the purge, became a big number after the purge. So say you saved $100. The purge comes to the Depression. You don't you wait for everything that goes through this deflation cycle. It could last five years. This worth goes down further and further and further. And in those years, you might buy an acre of land for 25 cents. So here's your $100, so they can buy 400 acres. This is the meek. This is the humble. So now it makes more sense. Proverbs 13, 22. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. What's happening today? We see people have so much debt on their lands, their farms, their properties, their houses, their business, their cars, the foreclosures now that's taking place. The meek who has a little cash can wait. And when this hits, with the little cash, they can be buying their houses pennies on the dollars or farms on pennies on the dollars. Do I say and recommend that? No, if you've got the money, you've got plenty of money, go ahead and get your land, get it secure, start building it. Get out of debt. But there's no way to attain that. Save what you've got. The Psalm says, 37, 21, 22, the wicked borrows and does not pay back, but the righteous is gracious and gives. For those blessed by him will inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be cut off. They're not secure in the land because of the way they lived. The judgment of what they've done it comes against them and they lose. 
So the transfer of wealth comes to the meek. Proverbs 13.22 says, or rather, 13.22, The wealth of the one who borrows and does not pay back, meaning the wicked, is stored up for the one who is gracious and gives, the righteous. All these things that the banks are repossessing, all the assets, will go to the meek who has little cash, who's lived frugally, or liberally, if they have the money to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But if they're charitable, and they'll be able to buy these things pennies on the dollar. could be one penny to what a dollar buy today, or half a penny, or a tenth of a penny. Matthew 5, 5 says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the land. You think God's just putting these things because he, does, he doesn't mean that? There's going to be a massive wealth transfer for everybody that plans a jubilee voluntarily. You don't have to say, okay, let's get the whole country doing a planned 50-year jubilee. You plan it. You get out of debt. You get yourself straight. We had one couple after reading Ain't Gonna Happen who sold a house for, I'm guessing the numbers, I think it was $300,000. They were comfortable. They were getting interest rates on this couple. They were making plenty of money off of it. They were secure for the next 15, 20 years, whatever the note was. I forgot about that number. And they were so convicted after the book that what they did, they called them and said, look, if you can come up with $125,000, just way below the value of what they sold them, We'll write everything off, all the debt, the rest of the mortgage, everything. This couple, this Christian couple, have been praying for that. The couple who were following us, and they didn't know the Virgin Mary. They didn't know this. They, they were Protestants. They explained to them why they're doing this. They told them, we're doing this because we read it ain't going to happen. And this motivated us that we're doing usury against you, and we don't want to do that. They, on, the other, on their part, the Protestants, have been praying for something to God help them. They're meek. They voluntarily, not wickedly, but out of charity. Graciousness to God, he, they, they've been blessed to write all this off. And they are free. They got their cash. They probably can keep that till a deflationary period comes down if they put it in silver. And then wait for that to happen. But nevertheless, they're comfortable with this, or whatever the circumstances are with it. But they had a wealth transfer and a well-planned jubilee, voluntary, economic reset button that they pressed themselves. The economy, people, is unsustainable. The amount of debt that needs to be purged from the system has to happen. You can't avoid it. You won't trick it. You won't put. You won't fool anybody. What we see now is a crash in two thousand and eight. Yeah. But we have false recovery. It cycles up. God's, that's God's grace. It goes up and everybody's tricked into believing, okay, all right, all the debt's been purged. People's got been foreclosed on. They're, they're okay now. Prices are way, way still too inflated. All debt and a debt purge has to be purged. The Israelites were told to do it every 50 years ahead of the cycle. They all were favored by it. They planned it. And you can, de- you can step out of this economy and do the same thing. 
If you do that, you won't be caught by surprise. You can get all your assets, change them. In fact, I just talked to somebody the other day. They had an extra house that they were waiting because they got married. They both had houses. They got married, and they decided that they're going to keep a house. They got $56,000 they can make off of it now, from what I understood. But they're going to wait things to turn around and get a better dollar for it. Forget that. This is an unplanned thing. How are you going to control what's happening? How can you control what the government's doing and everybody else is doing and the borrowing money? Dump it. Take the $50,000. Take $30,000. Take it. Break even. Just get rid of the mortgage. Don't be in debt because I could take you your assets and then the next assets, depending on how it's tied together. Maybe you got it protected. But the goal is no debt. All debt is on the verge of being purged. You need to grasp. You need to understand what you're face-to-face with. Our lady just told us yesterday. Also, today, I am calling you to prayer. Why do you need prayer? You need prayer to understand what I'm telling you. I've lived this way for for several decades. Actually, I went through my, my teenage years. My whole goal was to get a house and not be in debt. Someone asked me recently, was, was this, the mission of Caritas, is it, owe anything on those buildings? Owe anything on this equipment? Zero. We live in a biblical way. We have a lot of expenses, a big operation, give away millions of books, produce a lot of things and a lot of projects, just like Maria coming here in July. And through that, we have a sound financial jubilee continually in our works. We don't want debt. And even after this, we won't go in debt. In fact, a part of our way of life, our rule that the bishop asked me to write down, we cannot have debt. Nobody can come in this community with debt. Some people want to join. They've had to wait three or four or five years to get rid of their debt. We will not let them in here. You've got to realize what you must do now. Don't anticipate, well, i got two more years, three more years, five more years. i got this money over here. I can stay out of debt. Get out of debt. And if you're in a place that you don't really want to be and you want to pay off some money that you had the house, you're not going to be able to dump this house. You're going to get pennies on the dollars. It's not going to be there. Go ahead and get your land. If you've got to put a dollar inflated price into land and a homestead that correlates with this message, all he says, also today I'm calling you to prayer. And may your heart, little children, open towards God as a flower open towards the warmth of the sun. I am with you, and I intercede for all of you. Are they speaking to you? Agrarian, which is an agricultural way of life, the way of life she lived. Then we'll go back to that. Another note that's important to correlate with all this and parallel with this is the fact that this cycle... Year 83 we're in, since the Great Depression of 29. Again, 13 years past it. And again, 33 years past a jubilee that we could have probably done some things. Is that we have never experienced in the history of the world, since the Garden of Eden, 
the advancements of modernism that brought us away from the soil without having to be dependent and tied to the soil for our sustaining, or rather our subsistence living. People in the 50s and 60s still didn't trust that they couldn't have a garden. It started fading away during that time. To the 70s, it's all but abandoned. Yes, people are going back to it, but you still can't feed yourself. Most people are in that position. We're not here even. It takes a long time to turn back to an agrarian society. And there'll be a purge, because nature has this cat fabric. It's not just about money. There'll be a purge. There'll be a depopulation. Why? Because people are going to starve. You think people are doing what they're doing now in the cities? And the crimes and the things we're hearing about everywhere? And they're not even hungry? How many people in this country and the world can feed themselves and live subsistently, agrarian-wise? Very, very few. So we're going to see something catastrophic in the origins of the earth, the origins of man, since the origins of man, that we have never been this far, that the bubble has lasted so long that when it burst, You'll see people three days hungry will be robbing and mobs and in 15 days they'll be savages. Reason with me, says the Lord. Isaiah says this. Think, comprehend, our lady says, or reflect on your future. Don't procrastinate don't delay. One thing we want to call upon you to do is to tell everybody about July 1st to the 5th. We don't have the time to do a billboard program. 25 to 50% of the people that came last time or March when Maria was here came through billboards and other promotional material, and they never knew anything about Medjugorje. You want as many people as possibly saved. If you didn't listen to last night's 25th show, listen to the show. We're going to play you a commercial that we've produced that you can put on the air to spread Medjugorje. Or rather, to spread the July 1st to the 5th of Maria being here, Medjugorje Visionary Maria. We had years ago 25,000 commercials aired by 1,000 programs that we had. 700 participated. They did bake sales. They raised money. They funded it themselves. Our one benefactor gave them the money. And in their locality, across the whole United States of America, there were 25,000 commercials. If you had the means, and you want to be charitable, like this couple who gave up this house, you can't express any charity greater than bringing a soul to Our Lady who's struggling, who's out there, who needs her, and who will hear this commercial that you air in your local radio stations and beyond if you want to, instead of just holding on to that cash and saving more and more, that you give out of your 10% tithe that you're obligated to do. Anything above the 10% is generous. Below that is your obligation. And if heaven will rejoice, off the, uh, re, will rejoice over the return of one sinner, never has it been so easy. And you know this familiar with Medjugorje, that just by hearing this, some people will come. 
because they're in a struggle. They're searching for God. They're at the right moment. For years, God's been making them and grinding on them that they've lost all hope and everything else. And this gives them hope just hearing this one commercial that you have the ability to air this. That yes, it may cost you or it may cost you your time to go get people that may can fund it. Get your prayer group that can join together and put $100 up a piece. That's what a lot of them did. The ones that couldn't do that, they, they did they did bake sales. They went to the priest and asked about it. And they were successful. So as you listen to this, think about those people out there who need to hear this that will come as a result of that and be converted back to Our Lady. Do you feel your life sinking? Life is about to radically change. Man is always given signs before divine intervention. The woman of Revelation 12, the great sign warning the world, find salvation now. The mother of Christ, the great sign, appears daily to Medjugorje visionary Maria with a message. Without Jesus, you have no future. Come to Five Apparitions of Mary, July 1st through 5th at Caritas, Alabama. A 4th of July giving yourself, your family, and nation in consecration to the Virgin Mary, to Jesus, to heal the heart. Call 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000. See medj.com, that's M-E-J dot medj.com. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Of course, if you air that, you won't have the intro music and outro that we put with that. But many of you can do this. If you can't, you know somebody can. Somebody's connected to Medjugorje. Tell them about this. It has never been so easy to convert people. So contact Caritas 205-672-2000. And we'll send you this clip. One minute, 60 second clip. And see to it to get it on. And pray for others that will do that. Every city across this country needs to be doing this while we have time. Because salvation is now. In regards to this cycle, what we've been discussing, your hedge to have that cash is not to have cash on hand, but to have silver. Silver is being manipulated. It's been forcibly kept at a low price. And like all the years in the past, we suddenly have this miracle where silver went through the whole winter without the normal cycle it has in the past, which shows us a manipulation, great manipulation to keep this down. But when a crash happens and occurs, you get your extra cash in that, not just silver, because if you're righteous, if you're seeking God's kingdom, you're going to want it into a religious medallion. And that's why I was struck the miraculous medal Medjugorje medallion. That medallion can't be confiscated because it's a religious object. At the same time, it's a one-ounce silver piece. It's worth just as much as a silver eagle and anything else. And to go buy silver eagles or silver bars is fruitless. 
You want to be protected? Use it for righteous purpose, because when this miraculous metal gets out in the hands of people, it brings conversion. That's our side of the project. The other side of the project is to store the value of what you have until needed. And we're not looking at you try to profit from it. If that happens, that's great. But where you gain is a great radical deflation, and what you'll be able to do to after that period happens it could be five years from now if something happens tomorrow. But it's going to come of great use, and it's secure. Frank, you there? Yes, and you know the the problem with linear thinking is is that the, this experiment has never been tried before. This global fiat money experiment, and and as money can be created into infinity, you you have to exit it. And so I heard something that concerns me probably more than anything that I've, I've heard about how short our time is, how fast we should act. And it's something that the mainstream, again, is confirming what you said for at least 30 years and, and what we've been saying on this program from the beginning is uh, Jim Sinclair, the, the most respected analyst in gold, said that overnight, we could be sitting like we are today at 1650 gold. And the next day, it's 3000 If, you know, there's no supply because nobody's willing to sell it, and all that's left is what's coming out of mine supply, that event can happen overnight. This concerns me greatly, because the normal thing to happen with silver would be it would quadruple if gold doubled. Unfortunately, there's not enough silver the price is not only being manipulated, it's manufactured so that you won't buy it, so you won't see it, so you won't choose it as a currency because dollars can be created into infinity. It's very simple to conclude that silver that can't be created is going to be a much better store of value. You can't see that. If you see that, then the price of silver is going to go, the, the supply is going to be gone, the natural law takes effect, and there, there's, there's no financial trickery to stop the rise now because it can't be stopped at 120 or 300 because you still have one billionaire can still buy up all the available silver in the world at that price. So why this concerns me is because if that event happened, there'd be a panic out of the dollar and we have no more time. And so this is, you know, the direction that you've been showing us and our Lady's calling us to prayer that we under, that we can live the messages and understand the messages and have the strength to follow what what you've written in these four major writings. These are the path, the pathway out of this, and to lead everybody to, to conversion. There's nothing more hopeful than the commercial you displayed. There's no place more powerful for our conversions and, and to be to prepare when we're we're behind. We need to catch up. We need a shortcut, and. It, July 1st through the 5th is, is that. And in getting people there, that's where my real conversion started, even though I'd been following Medjugorje for 10 years before I first came to Caritas. It really started with an apparition of Our Lady in December of 2001. You going to put some brochures in your pizza places? <laughs> you better believe it. I'm going I'm to buy some commercials, too. You better believe it. Well, we got, uh, I think, the new brochures coming off the, the press right now. And those are actually free. You just pay the shipping. And uh, we've had so many stories of people found one in the back of the church or wherever. But make this your activity. Make this your hobby. If you play golf, drop it. Say, God, I'm going to put this 
next two months to all out effort for this. If you fish, if you do hunting, whatever you do, or you you go yak it with the girls somewhere, make a commitment to our lady. I will do everything possible and spend my energies and all my time and just you go soccer field, you go whatever sports going on, bring hundred brochures with you and give them out. Let people reject it. Ninety nine may, one may grab it. And that may be eternal salvation for a soul. And the scripture says, if you if you gain a soul, you gain your own salvation. And it says also, if you don't do that, when you could have done it, and they, lo- they lose their soul, then you're responsible. And if they rejected it, also says, but you did the effort, then you know what you're supposed to do. So we have a big, huge opportunity. Frank, we're out of time, but there's a lot to discuss about what I was talking about. And if you want to go further with this, you can call Frank and discuss these things with him. Don't be procrastinating. We have a lot of needs right now in our mission. I won't go into that side of it, but you'll be getting things in the mail, especially the field angels. But uh, Frank, give your contact information. Okay. Uh, You can call us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can also... uh, Contact us by email at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. Our website has some general information on it. It's globalsilverinvestors.com. And call me. I'm on the phone all the time. I'm happy to um, to discuss anything that has to do with this or conversion or the things that we're discussing on this program. Well, okay. We'll uh, be with you on the second of the month. This is uh, next week. What day would that be? Wednesday. Until that time, we wish Our Lady, we love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.